Hey everyone, it's Father Pat here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Today's readings are uh, from the memorial of Saints Timothy and Titus. A reading from the second book, our second letter to Timothy. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God for the promise of life in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my dear child, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I am grateful to God, whom I worship with a clear conscience, as my ancestors did, and I remember you constantly in my prayers, night and day. I yearn to see you again, recalling your tears, so that I might be filled with joy as I recall your sincere faith that first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and that I am confident lives also in you. For this reason, I remind you to stir into flame the gift of God that you have through the imposition of my hands. For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather of power and love and self-control. So do not be ashamed of your testimony to our Lord, nor of me, a prisoner for his sake, but bear your share of hardship for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all you lands. Sing to the Lord, bless his name. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. Announce his salvation day after day. Tell his glory among the nations, among all peoples, his wondrous deeds. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. Give to the Lord, you families of nations. Give to the Lord glory and praise. Give to the Lord the glory. Do his name. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. Say among the nations, the Lord is king. He has made the world firm, not to be moved. He governs the peoples with equity. Proclaim God's marvelous deeds to all the nations. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. On another occasion, Jesus began to teach by the sea. A very large crowd gathered around him so that he got into a boat on the sea and sat down, and the whole crowd was beside the sea on land, and he taught them at length in parables. And in the course of his instruction, he said to them, Hear this, a sower went out to sow, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Other seed fell on rocky ground where it had little soil. It sprang up at once because the soil was not deep. And when the sun arose, it was scorched, and it withered for lack of roots. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it produced no grain. And some seed fell on rich soil and produced fruit. It came up and grew and yielded thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. He added, Whoever has ears ought to hear. And when he was alone, those present along with the twelve questioned him about the parables. He answered them, The mystery of the kingdom of God has been granted to you. But to those outside, everything comes in parables, so that they may look and see, but not perceive, and hear and listen, but not understand, in order that they may not be converted and be forgiven. Jesus said to them, Do you not understand this parable? Then how will you understand any of the parables? The sower sows the word. These are the ones on the path where the word is sown. As soon as they hear, Satan comes at once and takes away the word sown in them. And these are the ones sown on rocky ground, 
who, when they hear the word, receive it at once with joy, but, but they have no roots. They last only for a time. Then when tribulation or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. Those sown among thorns are another sort. They are the people who hear the word, but worldly anxiety, the lure of riches, and the craving for other things intrude and choke the word, and it bears no fruit. But those sown on rich soil are the ones who hear the word and accept it and bear fruit thirty and sixty and a hundredfold. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Last week, I took a, a stroll down memory lane as I shoveled snow, along with a few of the monks at Belmont Abbey. Although I'm happy to have escaped the much harsher winter weather of the Northeast for the most part, a winter storm in the Southeast, while pretty rare, brings with the uh, stubborn ice that seems to be underneath that, that nice pretty snow on the top. After an hour of that, I felt, uh, shoveling that, I felt entirely justified skipping the gym that day. While the ice was tough, however, I discovered a, a tougher part of God's creation while I was working that day. I noticed while shoveling that the brick walkway in front of the monastery was, was very uneven in spots. But the bricks were pushed up, in some cases so profoundly that there were almost like little hills in the brick path. Now, I'm certainly no horticulturalist, okay, but, but even I was able to figure out the cause. There are some beautiful old trees surrounding the monastery. Undoubtedly, some of those fruit trees have been there for as long or even longer than, than the monastery itself. And those trees have, have big, massive trunks. And for, and for most of the year, uh, the trees provide a beautiful canopy of leaves to protect those who want to get out of the afternoon sun. Those trees aren't going anywhere without a fight. And to, you know, sort of stand their ground, they have grown deep and far-reaching roots, over the years, the roots have extended their reach under underneath those those paths, those brick paths. While while uh, the trees are willing to coexist with the bricks, the tree has spoken pretty clearly uh, in saying that the bricks won't be setting all the rules here. To survive snow and ice, heat and cold, wind and rain, that big old tree needs to dig deep and be ready to survive whatever might come. And so far, at least, it's it's standing pretty firm. The parable today speaks of many visible elements, seed, sower, rocks, soil, thorns. But the hidden meaning, I think, lies in, in what is hidden, what is not seen, and that's, that's the roots. The seed that produces an abundant harvest survives because the roots are, are strong, the roots are deep. Birds will come, rocks will invade the soil, thorns are going to sometimes grow. But if the plant has developed good roots, it won't merely survive, but it'll thrive. Today, today we celebrate the feast of uh, Saints Timothy and Titus, ordained uh, by St. Paul and commissioned by him as among the first episcopoi, uh, the Greek word meaning overseers, or, or what we now call bishops in the infant church. St. Timothy is a patron of mine. Timothy is my, uh, my middle name, my baptismal middle name, and I've connected with him um, in his persona as a young cleric. I'm still young, right? Uh, who's trying to cultivate strong roots in the communities entrusted to his care. Paul makes it clear to Timothy that, that there's going to be some challenges ahead. He says, bear your share of hardship for the gospel with the strength that comes from God. As Paul himself is writing you know, to Timothy from prison, so he knows all about hardship. The difficulties that are certain to be a part of an authentic Christian life 
should inspire us uh, and, and motivate us to strengthen our, our, our root system through the sacraments and prayer. And, and when the winds begin to blow, the ice comes down, thorns try to choke us. The grace that we have received not only resists those temptations, but, but paradoxically enough, the, the, the struggles that we endure actually make us stronger. Just as a muscle builds up and gets bigger by by uh, when we push it to near muscle failure. As, as St. Uh, Peter reminds us in one of his letters, he says, Rejoice to the extent you share in the sufferings of Christ, so that when his glory is revealed, you may also rejoice exultantly. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, blessed are you, for the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. Now, I don't like shoveling snow, but it somehow was good for me the other day, spiritually and, and maybe even physically. And so I felt good about it afterward, covered in sweat and taking a day to recover from my lower back pain. Now the challenge for me is to rejoice in the sufferings that make my roots stronger every day. God bless you.